0: Miami. As I have to say it. I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. What, 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 what? How could you not predict at least ten to thirteen wins for next season? Is all I'm saying. But Jesus again, Christ, thirteen wins. I listen. You I, know, I you said you want an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play. I just, I'm sorry.
1: sorry. I just remember that you compared Kusecki to Kelsey. I'm sorry. I did
0: not. You I'm know what? About it, I am ready to get hurt again. How? is it going Danny Granada welcome to another batter fins fan Off season episode how the hell are you doing today sir
1: I'm doing pretty good yesterday was the first Sunday that I was actually like home because the previous two weeks I was out on vacation uh, so I didn't really feel the absence of my team playing football on Sunday so yesterday was kind of weird but good
0: yeah I, I, I've been feeling it as well and I, I, the reason I lost my train of thought there at the very beginning w- was just for one moment when I said I'm ready to get hurt again. And how how it comes to full fruition here that I'm p- potentially in a position where I could get hurt again with the Vic Fangio news three days ago. It was confirmed that he's for sure going to be the defense coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. Not confirmed. Mike Silver, as of 1153 this morning, says, for what it's worth, Big Fangio told me last night, nothing has been decided on my end. There is a huge amount of mutual respect between Kyle Shanahan and Vic Fangio, a highly successful Niners defensive coordinator under Jim Harbaugh, and it appears the San Francisco 49ers may have a potential opening soon um, with uh, D'Amico Ryan taking a bunch of interviews. Now, I'm not saying he'll go back to San Francisco. I'm just throwing that tidbit out there that if there is, like the New York Jets, if there is a a capability of us feeling some type of hurt this offseason, it could happen. So,
1: Yeah, this would be brutal.
0: Yeah, because I'm not saying that there isn't other capable candidates out there, but when you want to talk about somebody who he's been successful, he was like really successful as a defensive coordinator for the San San Francisco 49ers, there's other people out there, but you basically be putting them in a position of either first-time defensive coordinators where they're basically in charge of the whole entire defense. But something tells me that we need this hire just, again, one, based off – him being 63 years old, so he comes with a lot of experience. I think he has like 19 years NFL experience. Dude,
1: he started coaching
0: the year I was born, I believe. So that in itself in the think, NFL, I mean in the NFL. And think about it. Mike McDaniel was born years after you and I were born. I believe maybe you're the same age as Mike McDaniel. I think I'm 37. But that that type of age in the room with you is only gonna make you better as a coach, but. One of the things, and let's, let's just dive right into it. One of the things I like about Vic Fangio, again, is the experience. I think that Mike McDaniel will benefit hugely having um, Vic Fangio in the room with him. The second thing I like I, I like about him is the fact of the type of defense that he plays. Now, he's known to run a 3-4 defense, which I told yep. you last week's episode. I prefer a 4-3. But when you go back and you look at Denver's film and you look at San Francisco's film, he runs a 3-4, but it looks more like a 4-3 because his ends are usually on the ground and his outside linebackers usually got their hands in the ground. So it could potentially look like how, what I want.
1: Right, right, right. It, it's a 3-4 that almost – it's almost – my understanding is that he um, disguises his plays yes. right before the snap often. Yes. He, he likes to play a lot of coverage, a lot of zone, which I'm not sure how that plays because you guys have become so accustomed to that zero blitz yeah. and just blitz-heavy defense – and that is polar opposite from what Vic, Nick Vic Fangio does. Yeah. He does not blitz much at all. My understanding is that he blitzed like 25-20 percent of the games. Like it's it's going to be a completely different look, but it, it's um it has to be welcome if he can be here because he has such a good history, such a good
0: uh, track record outside right. of his head coach stint with the Denver Broncos. I, I want you to follow me here on this. The type of defense he runs, he likes running a two high two-deep safety structure, and he basically likes running a whole lot of zone in between, hiding his packages. I can see a Javon Holland-Brandon Jones tandem in the in just waiting, waiting back there. But one of the great things about Brandon Jones is is that he loves blitzing a lot. He's really good coming off that edge. So is Javon Holland. So I'm not saying that Vic Venture can't get the most out of these two guys and making them two-deep safeties, but do you – do you think there's a position where we may be in the market for another uh, uh strong safety? And the reason I ask that is because Javon Holland plays free safety. This – uh, jo- oh, my God, I-, I lost his name. The safety for the Bills, he's a free agent this year. And he's been oh, – uh, Jordan like- Poirier. Jordan Poirier. That name has been tossed around a lot. Do you think there's a scenario where maybe we keep Brandon Jones because always he's still on a rookie deal, but we bring somebody like Jordan Poirier to go back there and play with Javon Holland?
1: Jordan Poyer, I think he might have even been a, if it wasn't a, a pro bowler last year, but he he might be a pro bowler this year. Like, he's he's a, a stud. Yeah. His wife is really hot also. Um, <laughs> Jordan Poyer, um, you need safeties that are good at filling gaps. Yeah. Because he, Vic Fangio's defenses, you can't run on those defenses. No. Right? Because th- that's it. Like, he's going to stuff the box, and he needs safeties that can play up and stuff that and, and be athletic. That they could put drop back and play coverage, but also stop the run. And Jordan Poi would be a perfect fit. Now, you said that um X is gonna be back.
0: Yeah. I think X is gonna be back. I don't think I think for sure you get rid of Brandon Jones, but I don't think there's a scenario where you get of Xavier Howard. oh so,
1: seeing how X played last year, wouldn't you rather have Brandon Jones back?
0: No, I honestly, I think this benefits Xavier Howard more because one of the main things about um his situation last year where you'd be like, yo, he really didn't play up to his standards. Think about a situation where now he doesn't have to chase the best receiver on the field, which was what he did for right. the most of his play career. The, he's playing the Richard Sherman role now. Right. Which is something that you said, and correct me if I'm wrong. You said you never put that much stock in Richard Sherman because all he did was basically wait on an Island. And then whoever was in his islands, who he would cover. Not like mm-hmm. a Darrell Revis, not like a Xavier Howard for most of his career. So me, me personally, I think what you say that he took, he's taking a, te- a step back, this could only benefit his career if now he doesn't have to chase every the best receiver on the opposite team. I always
1: saw Xavier Howard as a, as a lockdown one-on-one defender. So do I. I, I mean, maybe he, he's good in pass coverage. You know better than I do how he, he performs in a zone. We haven't seen it too much over the last few years. Right, right. So I don't know how he's going to transition into that. But I, I think um, he has what he needs as far as the front seven on this team. Yeah. To do what he does, Bradley Chubb, Agba, you know, Jana Phillips. But I don't know. There's a back end worries me a little bit for you guys.
0: One of the stats that really jumped out at me, and like I said, this guy he's been really good as a defensive coordinator. When he was in San Francisco, Danny, out of the four years, not once did he finish out of the top five in the NFL in defense. Like fifth, the fifth position was his worst so far when he was a defensive coordinator. That only gives me the equivalent of a, a chub. It gives me a strong chub. That's all I got to say. Like, I think it would be great for our defense with the type of talent that we currently have, especially young talent that we currently have.
1: Well, I was looking into the 49ers stint that he had. And yeah. the Niners hadn't made the playoffs in almost a decade at that point. That's correct. And when he, took over the, when he took over the play calling duties for the defense, they ended up being ranked, I think it was second in the league on, in defense. And they broke the record. For least amount of rushing touchdowns allowed in a 16-game season, they allowed three rushing touchdowns all year long. You cannot run on a Vic Fangio defense like you have to pass, and then you're passing into a zone. So, I mean, that that's what it's predicated on. And with the, with your front seven, I, I would only, I would assume that he's going to have a field day with his defense.
0: I agree, man. I agree. I, I, I'm 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 stoked for it. Um, I know that we're going to have more news coming out of this and we're going to be dropping more episodes along the way. You know, we're not going to spend too much time giving you guys like an hour full show, 45 minutes full show, because I know there's just more stuff that you guys want to get to. Um, But Vic Fangio is obviously the hot topic next week. Us recording today, as of right now, he is not confirmed. Even though Barry Jackson uh, did confirm, he's like, I can confirm it. This guy will be the defense coordinator. I don't know where he's getting his information from, because other league sources are saying that it's not confirmed, but I, I'm just gonna say this, and and Look, we and before you drop your before you drop your cents, I'll, I'll leave it on this. If somebody local is that confident to say I can confirm that he's our defense coordinator, I'm gonna put more stock in that than somebody who doesn't cover the Miami Dolphins. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Well, there was only one other spot that I heard that he he might end up, and that was Carolina. Yes, and my understanding is that the Carolina owner has deep pockets. And at this point, there's no salary cap on coaches. Yeah. So at that point, it would just be spending. And Steven Ross has no problem spending money. No, he doesn't. So I would assume that if it just comes down to spending money, plus, hey, you get to live in Miami, I would assume he's going to choose to... I mean, he's almost... How old is he? He's in his late 60s. 64,
0: 63.
1: So let's let's hypothetically say he's going to be here for at least two to three years. There's There's a decent chance that he ends up retiring after this job. So why wouldn't you want to retire in Florida? I so agree. I, I think that this is where he ends up. Now, you, I didn't know what you just told me about the possibility of becoming the San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator. Now, once you said that, then I thought, okay, maybe he ends up in on the Niners because I didn't know that that was an option. Now, if that's an option, I would assume maybe he sticks with the Niners. The Niners have a great defense. He's familiar with the team, with the head coach. I
0: could easily see them being another dominant defense next year if he goes. Yeah, over exactly. There. And Like and then one it's, across it's, the boards,
1: and it, and it's seamless. He's already yeah. on the team. He's already helping the defense. So if that if that's a possibility, then I don't think you end up getting him. But Niners aside, I think it's, it's Niners or Dolphins, in my opinion. I, I agree. Real, real quick, just to give you some context on Vic Fangio. Yeah, he ended up going to the Bears in 2015. The year before he got there, that defense was ranked 30th in the league. Mm -hmm. Guess where it was by the time he left
0: in 2018. Tell these listeners where he was
1: ranked. First overall. Mm -hmm. Then he ended up going to Denver as the head coach, but still he has a lot of input on the defense. Yep. He was ranked, well, before he got there, it was ranked 13th. Not bad. Not bad. By the time he left, they were ranked third. So, the man can take a defense and move it to a top five defense, yes, he can. In a matter of a couple years, and you guys had one of the best defenses when playing at home. Yeah, if he could just fix those road problems, whatever the hell they were, because we still haven't been able to figure yeah. out what the hell they were. If you could, you guys will have a top five defense, hands down. Now, if you match up a top five defense with Vic Vangio running, and then you with Mike McDaniel running the offense, he's supposed to be an offensive guru, yeah. right? And hopefully a healthy Tua yeah. or Tom Brady, like I still think is going to happen. I, I think that you guys are set for fucking amazing run next year.
0: I agree. I agree with you. And listen, I, you know me. I don't like getting too ahead of myself. I don't like I do. putting expectations up here and then slapping yourself all the way back down. I hate You're going to get hurt
1: anyway. Might as well just enjoy the the, the, the fun and The hope. potential. The potential and no, hope. No, I don't I like enjoying Enjoy
0: it. You know, I don't like You're going to get hurt regardless. Just enjoy it. That's true. That's true. You are going to get hurt, especially being a Miami Dolphins fan. But Danny, nonetheless, I personally think that if it is between us and Carolina, he'll take this position unless, like you said, Carolina's owner says, come be our head coach and I'll throw a buttload of money. I think he's already paying no, like two no, no,
1: No, they, they already have a head coach. Oh, they do right, have a right. head coach. Frank Frank ended oh, they, up oh, thank God!
0: Game. So they—I don't—I don't think he goes to Carolina. Then I don't think he goes no, to Carolina as a defensive coordinator. No, I don't think so at all. We have way more potential on our defense than they do. Now, mm-hmm. I will tell you that if Kyle Shanahan's like, all right, D'Amico Ryan's is gone, he got a head coaching position because I don't think D- D'Amico Ryan's leaves if he doesn't get a head coaching position. Yeah, yeah he,
1: he might get it with the Texans. What right. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, what what they're saying is that he might end up on the Texans as a head coach, and JJ White might come and run and play on uh, one of the defensive coaches. I don't know if it's defensive coordinator or just somewhere on the defense, but he might end up being a defensive coach somewhere on his staff. So that's out there already. Wow. I didn't know that that was an option though. Yeah.
0: Now that you brought that up, I started feeling bad for you a little bit because then it I, might not happen. Mike Silver talked about their relationship. I don't think it's an option, but I think it's based off their relationship in history. He thinks that it could be an option. And I think with just having that tidbit out there, that they're friends. It's like, hey, you want to come and hang out in San Francisco? There's really not much of a difference hanging out in San Francisco on a top-rated defense and hanging out in Miami. You're still going to get tropical weather. You're still going to be in a very comfortable state most of the time. But, San
1: Francisco gets cold, but
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think Miami is going to be it. I, I'm putting 85% stock in that. I think Vic Fangio is our defense corner before the end of the week. Now,
1: I know that this episode is a Vic Fangio episode, but I would like to ask you a question. Sure. Bradley Chubb yeah do you were you happy with the output that you got for him with with everything that you had to give up to get him
0: I think I am and the reason I say that is when you just one of the biggest things that you and I do is the eye test we, we can't just go based off the of stats because stats can be very misleading when you go back and watch film of Bradley Chubb he was getting a lot of pressures okay yes he wasn't getting he wasn't getting his hands on the quarterbacks. Yes, he wasn't causing consistent, consistent fumbles or sacks and stuff like that, but he was getting a lot of pressure. I think having the right defensive coordinator, getting your players in the best position to succeed is what's really going to take Bradley Chubb and people like Jalen Phillips to the next level.
1: Well, Bradley Chubb was playing under Vic Fangio for three years in Denver. Yes, he was. The first year under Vic Fangio, he had one sack. Mm -hmm. Second year, seven. Third year, he missed half the year. He had zero sacks, so uh, that was surprising to me because I, I thought like the same like you, know, like Vic Fangio. Okay, he's gonna get the most out of Bradley Chubb, especially yeah. since he, he knows him well.
0: But he didn't perform very well with him in Denver, so th- that's uh, a little food for thought. That, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because again, he runs at three four. I personally think the best suited defense for this team is a four three. You got to have Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb's hands in the dirt consistently for four downs in a row run some more zone do that but i think that if you have Jalen phillips just be like your only job kill the quarterback i think you'll you'll have a lot better production out of those two next season but nonetheless like i said we're going to be dropping more episodes we're going to be short tidbit offseason episodes just like this one especially when a hot topic like this comes up and we're going to come and bring and bring them to you and give give you guys our two cents Yes, sir.
1: And uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, you guys get them because that's that's gonna be a rough start to the off season. If you got if you got your hopes up on Vic Fangio, and all of a sudden,
0: like, oh, it's like it's like you you guys, Aaron Rodgers, to, uh, to us, Vic Fangio. It's like we're both getting our hopes up, and then whoop, yeah. there goes the carpet.
1: That's, and how messed up is it that we're both relying on failed Denver Broncos head
0: coaches? Yeah, no shit, man. No shit, but intertwined, no, nonetheless. This is the bearded fanatic. That is the battered Jets fan. And this was battered, battered Fins fan ep- offseason episode. We'll be back to you probably this week if, you know, if we do confirm this and we could probably dive a little bit more into it, like his contract, how much, how many millions does Stephen Ross give him? But it, it it's already been reported, Danny, that if he does become a defense coordinator, he will be one of the highest paid My coordinators understanding is in the, the NFL. The
1: highest paid coordinator in history. There you go. It was reported.
0: And, and, and I, I don't, listen. One thing, people could talk shit about Steven Ross all they want. One thing is this man is not afraid to spend money to try to bring a winner to Miami. And that's nope. what I respect about Steven Ross. But ladies and gentlemen, yes, peace. Fins up. We'll catch you next time. Peace.